And so I just want to encourage you, if that's you who's feeling that way, maybe you're feeling competitive with another girl on your team, maybe you feel like she's got it all put together, or she's just kicking ass and like you can't figure out up from down. Maybe instead of positioning yourself in opposition with her, what if you teamed up with her and actually understood what made her such a rock star to begin with? Welcome to the Ladies Who Lead podcast. This is a community of women supporting women. Tune in every other Thursday to hear from SK Vaughn as she catches up with ordinary ladies doing extraordinary things. We will cover topics like diversity and inclusion, gender pay gap, thought leadership, and respect in the workplace. We want to celebrate with you and hear stories of success and hard lessons learned. Whether you are a lady who leads in the boardroom or a lady who leads in your community, this is the place for you. Let's do this. And we're back. I am so excited about this new year as we're venturing into 2024 and just so excited to be here with you this week going solo on the podcast. We have a lot to talk about when it comes to navigating unbiased ground. So really staying neutral in a polarized work culture. Sounds easy, right? Well. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's complicated and and people are layered. So we're talking about workplace cultures and how sometimes they can become polarized where employees are pressured to align and pick a side on various issues. If you're surviving in this season, I see you. I think we've all been in a work environment where there feels kind of like a you versus us or us versus them kind of mentality. And and no one really wants to live in that world, right? I think that's a very much a surviving kind of culture. But, you know, I think it's important to identify it and talk about it. So you can understand that if that's your reality, that it doesn't necessarily have to be. It is possible to maintain a sense of neutrality while fostering a fun, inclusive work environment. We're going to break down strategies for staying neutral in a work culture that really demands you to pick a side allowing you to navigate differences respectfully and promote a sense of inclusivity. This has been something that I've experienced, at least in my nine to five at different seasons of my life is how do you not compromise on your values and your sense of self when you feel like the culture around you is dictating who you ought to be and that it can be a sticky and just messy place to be. And I will say there's been seasons of my life where I'm really just proud of myself for staying very resolute, I guess, and who I am as a person. Obviously, I'm not perfect. I have made plenty of mistakes along with you who are listening. But I think something that I'm proud of is maintaining a sense of who I am and having my own identity apart from the day-to-day grind and work culture that we can sometimes find ourselves in. And sometimes we can lose ourselves in that messiness. So this is kind of your wake-up call if you feel like this is hitting home for you. But I think The most important thing is to understand the importance of neutrality. It doesn't mean that you're indifferent or lack an opinion. In fact, it demonstrates an ability to respect diverse viewpoints and to facilitate open and fair discussions. So it really is being not, and sometimes this can be misconstrued for playing both sides, but I think it's important to be a peacemaker. And in order to find peace in your life, I think it's important to separate yourself unfortunately, from the sides that you can be played against. So by staying neutral, you can foster a more inclusive and collaborative work environment where everyone really feels seen, heard, and valued. 
one of my favorite quotes, and I've been butchering quotes these days. I don't know what it is. I should probably Google this, but I'm not going to. I feel like if respect is no longer being served, you need to get up from that table. So just want to repeat that one more time for the girl in the back. If if you're going to take a seat at that table and they're not serving up respect, you need to call them on it and respectfully find the next place that will. The next step is really educating yourself. And so to stay neutral, it's crucial to really learn, educate yourself on various perspectives, understand the different sides of an issue as objectively as possible. Research and gather information from reliable sources, engage in thoughtful conversations and colleagues from various viewpoints, and seek to understand the underlying motivations and concerns of each side. So it's funny, everyone has their own their own kind of unique way of coming into a new company. Say you're brand new off the street and you're walking in to said company. Some people, I would love to know your personality type when you how you handle a new workplace. Some people go in guns a-blazing and they're ready to get to it. They're ready to shake some trees and ready to change it up. And I think that there's probably times in your life where that makes sense. I played a little bit more safe, as some people would call it. I like to kind of come in, be very professional, be very friendly, open, you know, kind of body language and a willingness to kind of just be kind of a, a neutral person. For me, I'm not a big person about coming in immediately and like changing and blowing up everything because usually that doesn't build bridges. I'm just going to be real with you. I think sometimes maybe certain positions call for that, but if they're asking you to come in that way, I promise you, you will not have fast friends. But I think coming in and educating yourself, taking a step back and being quiet and just listening to people and taking it all in helps you to really have that objectivity that I'm talking about to where you're not immediately taking a side or inserting your opinion. You're more like respectfully stepping back, listening, observing, figuring out the dynamics, and then figuring out where you add the most value. And that's a, that's a position of strength, in my opinion. And so I think when you really take a step back, educate yourself, ask more questions, be the person who asks questions in meetings. Don't be the first person to just offer the immediate solution. Because in your way of asking questions, you might actually be getting everyone around you to see the solution without having to say, look at me, look at me. You're educating everyone around you by your series of questions. And it doesn't make it seem as if uh, sometimes it can it can come off a little bit more self-important than I think you probably realize. I think number three, listen actively, which kind of coincides with what I was just talking about. So embrace active listening as a valuable tool for staying neutral. I promise you, if more people listened than spoke, I think the world would be a much better place sometimes. And I think you, again, can operate in a position of strength when you're listening and observing versus just going full throttle. So give your full attention to others when they are expressing their opinions, avoiding interruptions or premature judgments. Sometimes, I mean, I can work on this. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not perfect in this area, but I think it's important to recognize how can you continue to listen actively, show empathy and seek to understand their viewpoint. Ooh, seek to understand. That's a big one. And I think that's where active listening, but also seeking to understand plays a part in actively asking questions to get to a solution. 
But when you when you seek to understand their viewpoint, that really builds bridges, even if you, you may not agree with it, right? Like you can still ask questions and gather info without having to immediately express your opinion on it. By valuing and acknowledging everyone's perspectives, you create the atmosphere of respect and inclusivity that everyone comes to enjoy. Number four, practice empathy and respect. So a lot of these kind of build on each other, right? Demonstrate empathy and respect for others at all times, even if they hold a different opinion. Ooh, that's a big one. I've been on the receiving end of someone who did not agree. <laughs> and I promise if you continue to hold yourself up in those moments and not waver and be respectful as others, unfortunately, sometimes can disrespectfully disagree, it definitely gives you a position of power and authority in the space without having to be intimidating but you're allowing this person in a way to act a fool while you continue to collect yourself and extend grace to that person as they have a moment of weakness. Avoid dismissive or derogatory language, personal attacks, or belittling anyone's viewpoint. Remember that you can disagree without being disagreeable, and that is fostering a respectful environment which allows diverse voices to be heard and valued. If you immediately dismiss someone, they are not likely to collaborate with you, to want to even engage with you in any way, and you're not going to build bridges by doing that. So even if you can't stand the person to your right <laughs> or maybe the person to your left, it's important to hold space and to find that neutrality and to say, you know what, respectfully, you're not my favorite person, but I'm going to push past that. And I'm going to show up regardless of how you may act or treat others and choose to respond in a professional and courteous way. And that, my friend, is strength. Are you looking for a new membership to really plug into, find community and really begin thriving? Well, we have just the membership for you at the Ladies Who Lead podcast. We have a membership on Patreon that is the thriving membership. It's only $5 a month. You get exclusive content, bonus episodes, sneak peek of the new merch, and early access to all of our announcements and promotions that are happening right here, right now. You're just the first person to know about it. If this sounds like the membership group for you, don't hesitate to sign up as we link it in our show notes. It's patreon.com backslash the ladies who lead. And this is an incredible membership you do not want to miss out on. Number five, refrain from gossip and office politics. Ooh, this is great for those who are in your 20s. And even those who are much older, because let me just tell you, you don't graduate from college and think that people automatically grow up around you, because I promise you some of the biggest offenders are unfortunately even women in the workplace who are not lifting one another up. In fact, I had I had quite the opposite when I came into one of my positions. It was a senior executive who was a female. Believe it or not, she was, you know, playing the game and doing the office politics and putting me down left and right. And I was just thinking in that moment, like, because she loved being called kind of the bulldog, nothing against my state fans out there, but it was, it wasn't, I think she thought it was like a badge of honor. But to me, I was just thinking to myself, you have such an opportunity to be a mentor and to build me up and to support, <laughs> you know, like, why do you feel like you need to take this approach? Like, that's not helping the next female trying to get in here. But I think there can be a scarcity mindset at times. And I think women can be the biggest offenders in the workplace. And I think that we have an opportunity as ladies 
who lead to really refrain from playing the game in that way, to refrain from gossip and in positioning and posturing. I think we have an ability to extend a hand across the table and say, hey, come with me on this project. Let's collaborate on this. Maybe you can teach me something I don't already know. I mean, there's a wild idea, right? But participating in office gossip or engaging in political rivalries can further polarize the work environment. Stay focused on maintaining a professional demeanor and contributing positively to the organization's goals. Avoid being drawn into unnecessary conflicts and instead strive to build bridges and find common ground to promote cooperation and collaboration. I will tell you, uh, there's a lot of office politics going on. I mean, I can I could write a book about this. It's moves and counter moves. And unfortunately, I think you can make some grossly miscalculated steps that unfortunately position you and pit you in this this negative light. So it's important to find camaraderie. It's important to find friendships in the workplace, but it's also important to set those boundaries. And that's easier said than done, especially if you're an open-minded individual who wants to build bridges and just genuinely enjoys people and values them for who they are. That's important. And that's a great, that's a great quality in a leader. However, you have to set those boundaries and you have to be willing to wear the right hat and to avoid any of, unfortunately, the gossip that can plague your work and create a toxic culture. So try to avoid that as much as possible. I know it's easier said than done, but we should be in a position of building each other up, not tearing each other down. And I think it's easy to point the finger at gender specific roles in playing a part in keeping, I'm just going to call it, I'm going to say, I'll I'll just say this like this. I'm just going to speak plainly. I think sometimes it's easy to blame men in the workforce for putting women down and not allowing them to rise. And I think there's a great level of that in certain ecosystems and certain environments. But I also think it's women not looking out for women. I think there's been plenty of women who are like, oh, it's a scarcity situation. It's either me or her. So it's going to be me. And I don't think it has to be that way. I really, really don't. I think there's so much more room at that table. And I think there's plenty of pie to go around. And so I just want to encourage you, if that's you who's feeling that way, maybe you're feeling competitive with another girl on your team. Maybe you feel like she's got it all put together. or She's just kicking ass and like you can't figure out up from down. Maybe instead of positioning yourself in opposition with her, what if you teamed up with her and actually understood what made her such a rock star to begin with? And that way you can tag team and feed off of each other and actually learn something. Because obviously you both have unique giftings and skill sets or you wouldn't be at the table to begin with, right? Sorry, I'm on, I'm on a soapbox tonight, but I just think that's so important. I, th- I think we have to build each other up and it's not gender specific. Like I'm, I'm speaking to all people. I want to see us all rise. I want to see us all grow and I want to see every single person get better and have that seat. Unfortunately, you have to work hard to get into rooms and to get into spaces that maybe sometimes you don't fit into. And I want to tell you that today is your day to do it. If that's what you really want, seek out meaningful relationships and add value. And I promise you, you'll get there, but you won't get there by playing the the office politics. You might get there, but when you look around, is it really worth it? Maybe that's not the culture you want to be a part of if you had to do that to get there. 
Six, seek common goals and shared values. So identify common goals and shared values that unite colleagues rather than focusing solely on differences. Find areas of agreement or common ground where constructive solutions can be developed collaboratively. And I say that because you have to seek opportunity in every challenge. That is my personal mantra. It has been since I started working. It can get really easy to focus in on siloing yourself and seeing only the differences with your colleagues and how much of a contrast there is. Let me just tell you, I was 23 walking into an all-female working environment and they were all in their, you know, 50s. And that was, that was kind of difficult, right? Like, it's like, how do you build bridges? How do you find, you know, common commonality here? Like, you know, these women are so much more experienced and knowledgeable. And I'm coming into a position of vulnerability where I'm walking in as a brand new specialist at the time. How can I find creative ways to build bridges? And I'm telling you, it's very easy to feel as if you're in the opposition, that you're not uh, part of the group at times. But I want to encourage you to focus on overarching objectives that promote the success of the organization, transcending personal biases or divisions. In an effort to bring people along, get to know them, ask them about their kids, what they enjoy doing, go have lunch with them. If the team goes to lunch every single day, do it. Maybe bring your lunch along if you if you can't afford to do that every single day. But find ways to seek out people and create those meaningful relationships and quit looking at your differences and find maybe what makes you a great co-pilot. Number seven, encourage dialogue and constructive discussions. So promote constructive and respectful dialogue within the workplace. Encourage open conversations where differing opinions can be expressed in a safe and inclusive environment. Facilitate meetings or workshops focused on exploring diverse perspectives and finding shared solutions. By modeling and encouraging healthy exchanges of ideas, you can start to contribute to a culture that values diverse thoughts and inclusive decision-making. So again, it's all about coming together, building bridges, finding commonality, and collaborating towards that common goal. I think if everyone understands the goal, they understand how they're going to get there and how you're going to hold each other accountable to it. I think that's when you can really start seeing morale lift. And you can also see everyone really coming together as one team. And it's such a powerful thing when you feel like you've got a great group of people who are immensely talented working together towards that common goal. So maintaining neutrality in a work culture that demands you to pick a side is so incredibly challenging. However, understanding the importance of neutrality, educating yourself, practicing active listening, showing empathy and respect, refraining from gossip and office politics, seeking common goals and shared values, and encouraging constructive discussions, you can actively contribute to a more inclusive and supportive work environment. Embracing neutrality allows diverse voices to be heard. It fosters collaboration and supports the overall success of the organization. Remember, your commitment to staying neutral demonstrates your commitment to creating a culture that values fairness, inclusivity, and the open exchange of ideas. So my question to you is, how are you staying neutral? How are you fostering an inclusive environment? Where can you learn? Where can you grow? How can you educate yourself and pursue active listening as well as expressing empathy to those around you? 
like I said, I am not perfect. However, I am in a place where I can help with the temperature and I can also help take on the responsibility of neutrality in a very interesting day-to-day and evolving nature of work. And I just want to encourage you that you can start today with neutrality. Forget how maybe you started with your new job or your past positions. You have the opportunity to set the right course and to really navigate unbiased ground and staying neutral in a polarized work culture. So I just want to encourage you that you've got this and keep it going, keep it going. And what can you do to keep the culture positive and less toxic? How will you stay neutral? What can you do to leave a lasting impact on your work culture and the people around you that you get to serve every single day? All right, it's not too late to participate in our online giveaway. So head over to our Instagram at the ladies who lead a $50 Lululemon gift card. It is up for grabs and it closes this Friday night. So please jump on the Instagram, participate in the giveaway. You know, you want to, it's time to get healthy and look your best. Thank you for listening to another episode of the ladies who lead podcast. Looking for another way to engage with the ladies who lead podcast. Check out our Instagrams and our show notes at the ladies who lead. And don't forget to check out our website www.theladieswholead.com. Until next time, I'm SK Vaughn.